0: Atomic Monsoon. Welcome to the Monsoon. All right, everybody, welcome to Atomic Monsoon. This is our official first podcast of the day. My name is Josh. I will be one of the hosts here. I'm followed along with Stephanie.
1: Hello, I'm Stephanie.
0: And my good friend here, Andy. Hi, I'm his good friend, Andy. (laughs) Uh, All right, guys, well, uh, this is our first episode, so thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it, and we look forward to talking with you. As time goes on. (laughs) Well, yeah, we're a little (laughs) little interaction with our social media and stuff. So we we will be talking with our audience. Yeah. Uh, But we're here to talk. Pop, uh, pop culture. English <laughs> is hard, you know. It is. It is. It's a Friday. Come on it's now. A, I'm it's tired. Friday. It's the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> We've all had been a lot week. of stuff going on all week. You know, Busy excitement, people. excitement. So, all right. Well, let's let, let's kick this off. Um, you know, with something good. I, I know you've got some Star Wars information.
1: I do. I do got some Star Wars information. So last week. Uh, Lucasfilm dropped the trailer for Star Wars Resistance, the new animated series uh, to be coming from Dave Filoni's brilliant mind. Um, and this show looks... It's got a very interesting animation style. Uh, it's kind of a bit of anime, but almost... Like, I don't, I don't really know quite how to describe it. You'd almost have to look at it yourself to go, huh, okay. But it looks really, really interesting. Uh, it seems to be following a Resistance spy. Okay. Um, on a base out, like, looks like in the middle of the ocean on some planet. Uh, I didn't get a lot of information because I was reading through this thing really quick. <laughs> uh, but the one thing I can say is that it will be premiering on Disney Channel on October 7th. Interesting. Okay. 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 You so,
0: said it's got an interesting art style. Like, is there anything it's comparable to? Is it CG? Is it hand-drawn?
1: It's almost its own entity. Like, there's their style of... Like, the, like what anime is becoming now, like, its style, it's almost almost lifelike in a way, almost Hmm. video game-esque. It's like it's starting to turn into kind of that style of anime, but its own version of it. I I don't know. It's weird weird to describe. You have to kind of look at it.
2: (laughs) Huh. So uh, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Where in the timeline does Resistance take place?
1: According to the article I read, six months before episode seven.
2: Okay, so right before the Force has awoken from its nap.
1: Exactly. Okay. Um, So I'm, I'm taking the wild guess that it's probably going to be like, here's season one, here's seven and eight, and then season two will come out after episode nine comes out next year. Or at least we'll get more information, you know, and that won't be too spoilery when kind we a get bit closer. Kind of filler information
0: in between the movies and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. You know, okay. It's like
1: okay. hey, this is a little bit of something that happens, but it's not going to spoil episode nine. And then episode nine will come out, and then here's the rest of season two. Interesting. So okay. I'm thinking it's going to be like that. Cause... Have they made
0: any casting information? Like, do we know anything about who's um, going to be in
1: it? I can't remember the names of the lead actor, but I do know uh, that Oscar Isaac and Gwendolyn Christie have returned to reprise their roles as Poe Dameron and Captain Phasma. Oh,
0: that's cool. So, maybe they'll finally do some, something with Phasma to actually <laughs> maybe they'll actually make that carry something here. with Phasma. Based yeah. on the
1: trailer that I saw, there is a brief shiny armor moment of somebody of a shiny armored uh, stormtrooper fighting back. I'm curious on what's going to be happening in that scene.
2: Okay. I right. Okay. So, so I've just pulled up the trailer on my phone and I'm watching it here and it's cel shaded CGI. So uh, the current Voltron the Legendary Defender series, it's kind of that animation style. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay thank you. Yeah. I, I
1: didn't know exactly the right name yeah, for it, but yeah. it's 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 pretty looking is what yeah, it is. Yeah. But <laughs> it looks it
2: looks a lot like Voltron,
1: I would say. Yeah. 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 That's that's probably the best way to put it. If you've yeah. seen the modern Voltron, that's what it looks like. So yep. yeah. Yeah, which doesn't have a new season coming out on Netflix soon. It already came out. <laughs> oh, did it already come out? <laughs> I feel oh, like wow. that show has
0: a new season coming out every three months. Yeah, it seems like. I just want <laughs> to saw something like coming soon or something like that. Yeah, know, okay, right. so. yeah,
1: no. It like an, it had like one season like back in June, like, and then literally uh, two weeks ago, it just released. The most recent season, and I've watched all of it, and it is—it's <laughs> an emotional trip, is really? what it is.
0: huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, I a yeah I to I, I've only really watched the first season, so I got. Yeah, so waiting to for the Castlevania next season to come. Yes. Out long, right on, so. I've
1: heard that's good. I need to get into that. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a good one. It's it really is. It was, I I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Well, it's written by Warren Ellis. Oh. So. Okay. You know of, of Transmetropolitan and GI
2: Joe Resolute and every. Other crazy sci-fi stories that Warren Ellis, <laughs> stuff, Warren Ellis has written. Has <laughs> ever written yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: nice, interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize he had written that. Yeah, well, that, no wonder I liked it so right.
2: much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and you know, childhood memories of playing Castlevania on your Nintendo, right? Yeah, and like, yeah. oh, suddenly he, here they, here they are, looking as cool as possible, yeah. um, animated and in a good adult story
0: with a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't lie. The thing that made me click on it was because they had a, like Simon's Quest or one of the Castlevanias uh-huh. was there, there for the like the the placard. Yeah, they had, the sprite, they was had like, the
2: sprite. art for the placard for some yeah, reason. Yeah, so Netflix. I thought
0: it was getting into like a red versus blue kind of thing. I was like, oh, let me check this is but anime. Okay, what? Yeah, I and, yeah. and I... Like binge the whole thing, so right. <laughs> it's a nice it's a
1: nice lure. It's like you know they threw the bait out right. there to see okay, how oh, many totally. people can we get. <laughs> yeah, oh, they knew their
0: demographic. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, oh yeah, yeah yeah these guys here we go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> come to me, nerds, come.
0: Now, speaking of we were talking Star Wars about Disney stuff. Uh, you had some information about D twenty three, right?
1: Yes, so uh, we were under the assumption, that at least the three of us, when we've talked before, is that D23 was this weekend. It is not.
0: Okay. Oh.
1: It's not till
2: 2019. Wow. Okay. So we're. That's not... right, because D23 runs every other year, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's like Star Wars
1: Celebration. It's going to okay. be every other year. Right. So we're not going to. So the stuff that we were, you know, speculating for a while of like, oh, are we going to see this at D23? Are we going to see this? Wow. Well, by that point, it'll already be out. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Interesting. See that?
2: that... Wow. There's there's actually a lot of the fan conventions are doing that. Um I want to say the He-Man Power Con, is that what it's called? Um I- I, I everyone's remember. giving me blank looks uh, yeah, yeah but I think I think it's the there's it's, so many now whatever the He-Man convention is and I believe Power Morphicon I think those are both uh, every other year because those are put on by the same people okay. so they alternate years so one I year that makes sense yeah one year you yeah. get Power Rangers one year you get He-Man
0: next year is back to Power Rangers and back to He-Man yeah and you so. can still attend every year if you want to just right. to have fun but right. if it's not your thing yeah I like yeah. that I like that yeah.
1: Yeah, the only thing that actually repeats every year is San Diego Comic Con and of course you know any local <laughs> right. Comic Cons that may not use the term Comic Con anymore well
0: yeah <laughs> well, there's a One's like uh, oh, what was the like one? Megacon and Dragoncon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, those ones. Like there's which Dragoncon's coming up? Sure uh, yeah. uh, isn't two weeks away? Dragoncon, I think it's pretty soon. Yeah, yeah I don't it's think it's getting next year, I think it's the weekend after. But don't quote me on that. Ne-
1: next weekend is uh, Sabatoncon, and here in Arizona. Yeah, so. which
0: which should be interesting uh, for those of you who are out here in Arizona with us. We hopefully will see you there. It should be a, yeah. a good time. I've been seeing a lot of people posting on social media that they're going to be out here. So mm-hmm. yeah. it should be should be a good time all yeah. around for that one.
1: Good times, good times. For those of
0: you
2: not in Arizona, Sabatoncon is our local anime convention. Uh, Sabaton is the Japanese word for cactus, which is where that gets its name. So.
1: I did not know that. That yeah. is an interesting thing to know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go.
0: It, we, we have to associate everything with cactuses. I mean.
2: Well, it's the desert, it's the desert yeah. so we have cactuses and a giant hole in the ground. Yep. And don't we
1: confuse it with the, uh, what is it, the Swedish band Sabaton?
2: No, not no, the same thing. Not the same yeah. thing. Not no. the same thing. Okay. No, no, yeah, no, no. no, no. no. I,
1: I was just making sure I said the name of the band correctly. That's why uh, the look of my face was that way. Okay.
2: I I don't I'm not familiar with the band, but I'm pretty sure they're not a Japanese cactus. No, 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 yeah. no.
1: They're they're a heavy metal type music band I'm probably now shaming myself for like (laughs) saying it completely wrong but I've listened to like what three songs sure (laughs)
0: speaking of something shameful I am looking very (laughs) forward to seeing Happy Time Murders this weekend have you guys seen the previews for this movie that looks awesome Uh, I can't wait to go see this I I haven't (laughs) laughed at a trailer that hard before I don't think ever and the first trailer I saw for that just had me in stitches. So I'm, I'm very looking forward to this movie th- tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked.
2: Yeah. So Happy Time Murders is the the Muppet style, but not actually associated with Jim Henson Company. Yes. Uh, it looks like kind of an updated Meet the Feebles.
1: Um, maybe. It's more kind of like Avenue Q, but not on Broadway. Okay. And minus the music and minus the actual plotline of Avenue Q, <laughs> so
0: an adult Muppet style. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, I think like Crank Yankers, that kind of puppet yeah. style. Yeah, It's yeah, very, yeah. very similar to that type of puppet style, right. but still trying to show the homage to the Jim Henson era. Like, right. which you can definitely see with the puppet puppet design on there. Like, sure, right. They they had to snag somebody from the, <laughs> the Jim Henson <laughs> Studios when that got sold off to help with this thing because yeah. some of those were just way too accurate I, to old Muppets. Yeah, okay. I know
1: his son had a role to play in this so, and, and not in the sense of a character role but like as in helping you making sure they looked like Muppets.
0: That would make sense because yeah, I, so, I know yeah. the, that, that was a lot of people didn't go with the Disney round so that would make mm-hmm. sense that if he was he was over on that stuff he was like
1: an on hand helpful <coughs> producer person yeah okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But,
0: but that's something I'm very looking forward to this weekend I can't wait to go see that yeah yeah, that should even be fun. though the, the trailer looks nice and crass and gross but right. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a good time in any which way Melissa McCarthy she's almost always funny like, right there's, she's there's always great yeah. and the, they had a ton of other people in the cast and doing voice work and everything else it should be a really fun movie okay. to go see
2: yeah yep um you're pointing at me like I have something to say. So, uh, well, so let's let's step back a minute. Um, talking about uh, conventions and, and ones happening every other year. Mm-hmm. Um, Las Vegas Fan Fusion just got canceled. Oh yeah. Right. So yeah. The, the Square Egg Entertainment that just took over Phoenix Comic Con. Um, <laughs> they've already announced that Phoenix Fan Fest in the fall is canceled, and they just announced that Las Vegas Fan Fusion's canceled. Uh, and all, the only information is is on their website. It says it is with regret, and our apologies that we announced that Vegas Fan Fusion. 2018 will not be held as scheduled. A variety of factors in influence this decision, including unexpected costs to present the caliber of event you deserve. Uh, we love the Vegas community. We thank you for your support. If you've purchased membership, signed up as a panelist, or have purchased Exhibitor Space, you'll be contact by, contacted by our team directly. Um, this, I found out about this when a friend of mine who was going to be have, uh, tabling there mm-hmm. um, kind of posted on social media like cool my airline and hotel tickets are non-refundable Yeah, and now I'm cool I'm getting my money back for my table but I'm still out hotel for the weekend in Vegas, yeah, which is r-
0: not cheap. No, that's that's rough to everybody that was planning to attend because there's been a lot of social media that I've seen about this that people saying, like, great, I have a hotel and I have this and they're booked and I can't refund it now. Right, it just, right. So it that's, it's really looks bad on them and it, it makes me question what's going to happen here locally Next year for the cons that they they are in charge it's, of.
2: It's it's interesting because uh, and nothing nothing against any individual people no, or no, anything no, not, right not, like I, yeah. I I'm not saying hey this company is is a terrible company. Uh, it's just it's very strange that this year's Phoenix. Comic Fest attendance was down significantly from the previous couple of years. Yeah. I mean the year um,
1: before definitely didn't help. Right, but right
2: yeah, with the controversy and everything. Right. Yeah. Oh, that uh, was a roller coaster. So, <laughs> so for anyone who who does is not aware of this, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Um, in 2017, there was a gentleman who got past security with uh, live guns and live ammunition, um, assault rifles galore, um, and said that he was going to be attacking one of the guests
1: as well as certain members of security and other things.
2: Right, right. And uh, this gentleman was clearly not stable upstairs. Um, you know, was calling himself the Punisher, said he had to punish this particular guest. Uh, if you look up Phoenix Comic Con 2017, you can find the more details on the story and who he's going after, but I don't want to release anybody's names yeah. and get more out there.
0: Yeah, that that's sidebar, but the, the fact that, right. that that happened, so it definitely had an effect. Uh, Effect on the attendance, I think. For right. This, this it had, had an effect game. on the
1: attendance. It had an effect on people who had certain panels that use lightsabers. It had. I'm right. Sorry, I'm not yeah.
0: the, part of the fallout <laughs> of that is the Phoenix
2: police told the convention center, "Hey, don't let anybody bring prop weapons into this show."
1: Uh, it was. It was so bad. So originally, it was don't allow anyone to bring props in. That included stuffed animals. Right. And then it got to the point of like, okay, sonic screwdrivers and like the small right. rink eating props are fine. Yeah, things
2: that are clearly not actual weapons. They
1: still didn't allow lightsabers in. The only reason so. To, Kind of clarify why I know this information is because I'm a part of a local lightsaber group by the name of Syndicate Saber United. Mm-hmm. And we had performances planned for that weekend. Um, one of them, oddly enough, led to me getting engaged. Thankfully, our shows were put back on when they uh-huh. were, but it was just this, we were in like such a frenzy and a panic. Like we were actually in tears because we thought, oh my God, we can't do our shows now because we're not allowed to bring our sabers in.
2: Right. Yeah. So, right. And it was so, just like heartbreaking. So 2017, we have that event. This year, attendance at Phoenix... Uh, Comic Fest. They changed the name. Uh, was down. They've already announced that next year will be called Phoenix Fan Fusion. Um, announced that Phoenix Fan Fest, the other event they do in Phoenix in the fall, has been canceled, and now Vegas uh, Fan Fusion has been canceled as well. Yeah. Right. So of the four events they have this year, two are canceled, and I believe uh, they still have the Minneapolis Fan Fusion to go. Yeah.
1: Uh, and I was think that's
2: in January. What I was the name? Twenty.
0: The year before when the gentleman showed up. What was, so it? It? It, was, it, was it? it was Phoenix Th- Comic Con. Okay. And that i was wondering if any of the if the name change also the, might have the name the name, sh- name changes because of,
1: the name change was because of San Diego
0: yeah but I'm just wondering if maybe just taking just changing the name on it might have also had some people go like oh I don't know what that is. It was that, could could that, be, that might have affected any attendance as well. Could it's be. Just,
2: just and Fan Fusion is even a more confusing name. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I the mean, initials become PFF Phoenix Fan Fusion. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I mean, which the hopefully th- doesn't show. No, well,
2: all that I'd say is going from Con to Fest to Fan Fusion, you're gonna end up with some confusion at some point. Yes, yep. definitely,
0: so. definitely.
1: Um, I, d- I know. With just qu- quickly gonna add in my last thought here is that with Fan Fest that was supposed to happen this uh, this winter. I mean, personally, I'm kind of glad it's not happening because I have other things going on. um, What,
2: what are you getting married? Yeah, Yeah, uh, maybe, possibly, (laughs) I don't know.
1: Uh, No, but the the thing is, though, what I heard with that was mainly just because after they moved it to the convention center, Mm -hmm. the attendance just naturally started going down.
2: Sure, right. Last
1: year, it was only in one square of the exhibition hall for the actual, for you know, the exhibitors, and then another square of it was for the panels, and that was it.
2: Right, because previously the fan fest was at the University of Phoenix Stadium, where the Arizona Cardinals play. Yeah, and it actually and got a
1: pretty recent turnout because you know, have right. free parking. And- right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: and it's it's on the far west side of town, so people over there can go. Exactly. And, and they don't have to worry about getting into central Phoenix and where, yeah. yeah. And then having it moving it to downtown, like, hey, bigger venue, that's cool. And it's like, yeah, but if you don't have the attendance to justify it, maybe you don't do that.
1: Yeah. No. Um, it, and I know the year before when they had it at Phoenix at uh, the Convention Center, they had the entire third floor for mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. and then you know the second floor had like you know panels. But this year, it it, it you know last year it shrunk a lot. So I, right. I would see that more as a numbers game in the sense of it just the attendance didn't go the way we wanted it. So let's just stick to the way we had it beforehand and just stick with the one con. You know
2: I I kind of I remember talking to some friends in, I want to say like 2015, um, and just that year here in Phoenix we had like six major fan comic book. Anime conventions, yeah. right? And I was like, "This is too much. Like, this is not sustainable." And we're gonna be uh, the next like three to five years. It's it's we're gonna go bit, go like be going back down to yeah. one big convention and maybe a smaller one later in the year. And well, it makes more sense. Sure, sure enough, just, like
0: there's so many conventions every right, weekend that it, right. just, everything is stacked up. There's always. Something going on somewhere in a state near you, so it, it makes more sense to cut back on it a little bit, do right. one or two a year versus six a year, right? You know, well, in your it, state, it just kind of gets crazy. I mean,
2: in fairness, a lot of them were held by different companies, yeah. right? So it, it, you know, to the, to the general public, was like, oh, Comic Con came to Phoenix, and then it came again, and then it came again. It's was like, no, 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 no. Like two, two of them were from the same people, and the other four were from all, all different companies. Yeah. So that, right? So it's not, you know, it's fine. But I, I, I appreciate. People saying, "Hey, conventions are a thing. Let's try and make some money doing that." But there's a point where oversaturation absolutely hits, and no, where, yeah. where can you go, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's you know, only so. Low m- <laughs> Listen, I'm a nerd. I only have so much money. Yeah, I can't go to seven conventions, six, seven conventions. I can do. I can definitely do one. I can maybe do two.
0: And well, I, that, I, then I, you also got to prioritize. It's like, okay, you know, this is my fandom. What do I want to focus on? And right. is it local or do I have to travel? You know, and there's a right. lot that goes into it. Yeah. and yeah. And if you've already got. Two Comic Cons already coming through. You're in your local area, and you're not traveling anywhere. Well, you're just going to pick the one that's going to have the stuff that you want to go see. Right? Yeah, exactly. So it's going to definitely affect your attendance there. So, so. right?
1: It, there's a lot of factors involved. I mean, even even for like the cosplayers, it's just like, you know, it, especially the ones that are you know paid to be there. Right. right? Yeah. It, like for them, you, they have to have their costumes done well in advance for each of these cons, and they mm-hmm. don't have a lot of time to do them. So, yeah. especially, I mean, I'm a cosplayer, and hearing that, oh, hey, we're not going to have one in. You know, December or November, or whenever it was supposed to be, in my head, I'm going, okay, good, now I can get my other costumes ready for, you know, the following <laughs> right, year. Right. But i don't only go to like two, three cons a year, and most of the time when I'm going, I'm going because of the Sabre group that I'm in. It's yeah. not right. usually me going because I want to go, unless it's like, you know, unless it is, <laughs> pff, then then I'm going because I want to.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is very unfortunate that that did get canceled up there in Vegas. Hopefully, for it don't sure. be be something coming around. Maybe, you know, they can do something for these folks that that booked all that stuff next year maybe it helped I hope them get so some man priority yeah. booking or something I don't yeah. know we'll, we'll see what happens with that we'll, but but next, any update information we'll definitely let people know for
2: sure and the yeah. nice thing is that it's not the only comic convention in Vegas there's already a couple of others yeah. so you know hey it's a bummer that the, the Phoenix group tried to move up to, to Vegas and hey this first year it didn't it ended up yeah. not working out okay sure fine maybe next year uh, maybe <laughs> maybe they were trying to expand too much yeah um, and, and, like, and who, who knows? knows maybe they just
0: didn't have the pre-ticket sales they needed to for the venue like we we got literally no information on it right. so like, it's A all speculation. it's just, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's who knows maybe they might have had some guest cancellations it, who knows what it was right it, it just right. it wasn't feasible for them but hopefully we get some more information and hopefully this all works out and you know yeah We'll still be getting the conventions that, that we want to get, we'll, right? We'll see how those things go. Sure. But um, some more interesting uh, news about things that are ending or did not happen. Uh, sure. We got Big Bang Theory announced that it will be their last season yeah. coming up here. Now I know some people absolutely hate the show. Some people absolutely love the show. <laughs> Just uh, it, it depends on your point of view. Either way, love or hate it. Sure. It's ending it, soon.
2: And it Big Bang Theory. So I I I will admit I am not a Big Bang thing. Big Big thing. Yeah. No a big banger. Banger.
1: <laughs> I am not a big banger.
2: Um, <laughs> so much so I don't even want to say the name of the show. No, um, I did I did legitimately enjoy the first season. Yeah. The first season had the through line of, hey, Leonard is this nerdy guy, and there's the cute girl who lives across the hall, and will she give this guy that is outside of her usual dating range dating pool a chance right and okay cool right like I think that that's a good message to give to anybody Um, you know just because somebody doesn't live the same lifestyle that you do doesn't mean that they're not a worthwhile human being right and so that season runs through and the whole season is Penny's dating these terrible guys and there's Leonard who's a nice guy but he's a nice guy (laughs) trademark because it was
0: that reverse threes company thing it was fun it was was a fun silly show you know and
2: Sheldon and Wallowitz and Rajesh were all there and they were silly and they yeah. had their their nerd moments and stuff and that was cool. And the season ended with Penny agreeing to go out on a date with Leonard. Just a date, no relationship, not getting married, nothing crazy, right? Yeah. Just like last season is, yeah, let's go on a date. Let's give it a shot, right? And so cool and then I watched like half of the second season I was like oh they don't have a direction anymore it's just jokes about nerds okay yeah. and I was just kind of done right and it nothing nothing you know I'm not I don't hate the show it's been successful that's cool whatever but I kind of fell off after that yeah
1: I mean I, I saw kind of I saw the first season as well and I really and I really enjoyed this you know the first season kind of in the same boat yeah but I really enjoyed, you know, a lot of the other seasons after that because what I what I loved about it is that this was one of the first shows, at least in my mind in recent years, that really was like, hey, you know how we thought nerds were dorky and weirdos? Yeah, no, you're wrong. Like, they can, <laughs> they can be some of the coolest people you will ever know, you will ever meet, and they can be anybody. The fact that, you know, they made uh, Penny the Dumb Blonde practically in season one... Mm-hmm. In the most recent seasons, she's smart as hell. Okay, like they—they they literally like she, her relationship with Leonard and her being exposed to more real life and other things really actually made her a smarter person. Okay, excellent. So it—it it, it really, it really just said no. You know, being a nerd is not a bad thing. You can be a nerd and still get the girl. You okay. can be a nerd. And finally, you know, come out of your shell and find somebody for you. You, it's, it's, it, it was just. I, am realizing as the show went on, it was really, it was really getting there, and I okay. understand why people hate it. Sure. But I loved it so. Okay.
0: No, I was. I'm kind of 50-50. There are episodes I love, episodes I hate. You sure. Yeah, just kind of just different things. But um, but the thing that I liked about it was friends of mine that weren't comic book nerds or mm-hmm. into certain fandoms, they would do an episode or something. And be like, hey, they were talking about this on Big Bang. What, what is this? And be an opportunity to be like, oh. You want to know who Green Lantern is? Okay, yeah. You know, huh. For me to go, well, do I have a, a bunch of stuff for you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, little things like I mean, that. It's or you know, they make a Doctor Who reference. They go like, "What? What is Doctor Who?" And I go, oh,
1: oh, do I have seven here, years to Here, let me sit down and show you this. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing too, is that there are moments in The Big Bang Theory where like Penny or someone else would be like, "What is that?" And then Leonard and all of them would be like, oh, well, here, let me show you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, the thing that you guys just did is <laughs> what we all do as it's nerds. True, yeah. it's, it's true. It's true. Like, oh, hey, I don't know anything about X thing. Well, then, let me tell you something, sir. It's yeah. like, So, it, it, Something yeah. else I always loved
0: from it, just because, you know, growing from small town and everything, it was just with Penny being the small town kid going yep. into the big city. It just, that dichotomy between her and the rest of the, the group, just, that always cracked me up because, you mm-hmm. know, she know how to you know shoe a horse and do other things and you know right you're like freaking out over a bug in the house so it just it, that always cracked me up on that just that, that I will little that dichotomy and I like all those actors they're all fun I think they've all had a really good chemistry over the years oh, yeah. True. yeah just you know just it, it's it's been a you know yeah. love it or hate it it's it's been an entertaining show over the years, so yeah. it, uh, there will be a lot of people who missed it, just, you know, from here on. But it has been on the air for a long it's time been, it's too. It's been close to a decade, right? Yeah, I think this is like their tenth or eleventh season, maybe even twelve. I can't That's, remember.
1: Uh, don't think they're that. I think it's take tenth or eleventh. I know it, yeah.
0: it, that and Supernatural have been on a crazy <laughs> amount of time, so which also got renewed again. <laughs> yeah, I believe. its so, yeah season. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're going to be putting that out until those two guys are in wheelchairs, right? Because that, that is going to keep going. They have right. true rabid fan base, which is deserving. I mean, the show is funny. They did a, an episode this last season, which was Scooby Natural. That was one of the funniest things I've seen on to- television in a I still need to time. watch that. It hmm. was fantastic. It was the Winchester Brothers getting put into an episode of Scooby-Doo. Okay. It was like actually old done, the school. Anim- spin spin all animated, you know, animated, yeah, it's all yeah, animated. It's Hanna- all in the 70s, Hannah Barbara animation and everything. All right. It's I can just, check that out. It is hilarious. You yeah. actually get, there's a couple lines in there from uh, Fred, Daphne, and, and Velma that just...
2: And did they get like great <laughs> Isle and frank Welker
0: and everyone's doing uh, the voices doing the current voices okay. did and everything okay. like, it was, no it was a full it's i mean it's wb they own both of oh, them that's true. like yeah yeah, like, pff, yeah, go yeah. ahead okay. so yeah they, it was it was a really really funny episode was, okay. like, even if you're not a supernatural fan it's worth just going and looking up that episode and watching it just cuz it was it was such a fun blast to the past if you're a Scooby Doo fan at all yeah. it's worth, definitely worth it's, your time it's,
1: it's like the old Scooby Doo like episodes where you episode three had like the Batman crossover and yeah, the Johnny it, oh, Bravo it was, right, crossover it
0: was it was i was waiting for the Globetrotters trotters every couple seconds i was like Come on, one of them's going to come like walking around the corner with a ball in his finger. I got waiting for it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was definitely fun. So, um, some other news, uh, movies and TV. I know uh, yeah. they they talked uh, this week that uh, Hans Zimmer had said before. If I'm giving that name wrong, apologize. No, he got it right. But uh, he had said before he was you know done doing comic book movies and things like that, but he agreed to do Wonder Woman eighty four. So oh, he's okay. actually doing the score for for Wonder Woman mm. eighty four, which gets me excited because yes. DC Comics, but right, also right. because his I mean. He's Nobody can argue record. that his his music is ha, absolutely amazing. Yeah, Hans is so, a fantastic yeah, composer. I mean, there's a reason he wins awards. Right. Yes. All the time. Everything right. he touches is gold. So that should be it should be a, a, a boost for that movie, definitely. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing that. I can't wait to see more information about it. I'm, I'm waiting, waiting, waiting to see how they do do Cheetah. I can't wait to see what they did. <laughs> they put out a, uh, a picture recently of the cast doing a Breakfast Club. Yeah, it was the, oh, I it was saw like that. In the breakfast Club, like That's exactly cool. like the poster, but it was like yeah. the, the Wonder Woman cast. So it I'm, I'm, looks like they're having fun with it. So mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to see what they do with that movie. But uh, some other other tif- uh, tifo- Some <laughs> other TV information. <laughs> oh, I can't talk. Typhoid Mary is going to be on season two of Iron Fist.
2: Well, that's an obscure poll.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> I, like, I'm excited for it because they've got Alice Eve, who was in uh, Star Trek. Okay. Uh, the J.J. Abrams reboot one. Right. Uh, Ooh, yes. She was in there. Uh, They're their teasing. They put a couple promo inches of her. Like, uh, could be really good. Uh-huh. I, and the, the, the promo for this new season's Iron Fist looks... Much improved over the first season <laughs> of Iron Fist. I think they kind of took some of the criticism to heart and, sure. and are, are fixing some of the you yeah, know, martial good. arts choreography and things like that. Okay. making it a little bit more um, of you know spaghetti western. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, martial like, arts style, which yep, yep. is kind of what they uh, they kind of it's kind of what Iron yeah, Fist is. Yeah, yeah, yeah which so. it makes perfect sense. You know, Kung yeah. Fu, all that stuff. That's right. Iron Fist. Yeah, right. it's, just, it's all the same thing. So yeah. it, it'll be interesting to see to do it. But uh Typhoid Mary is a is an interesting character. Uh, if you don't know the story behind her, depending on which version of it is... Yeah,
2: so I'm going to say, as as uh, kind of a Marvel zombie yeah. most of my life, uh, Typhoid Mary has come up a few times in comics that I've read, and I still don't really understand her, ba- understand her backstory. Okay. See, I know her
0: mostly from, uh, there was the, the obviously, Daredevil. She's a right. huge part of the Daredevil. Right. Sitcom. I know she originated in, in Frank Miller's run on Daredevil. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, b- I believe so. Okay. I believe she was in Frank Miller's. But uh, uh, one of my favorites was, you know, she's always bounced around between, like, a lot of the New York superheroes there in Marvel, right. you know, you got Daredevil, Spider Man, yeah. uh, Iron Fist. It, she kind of bounced around between those ones, and uh, depending on which version of it is, usually it, it was a girl who has a mental illness and split personality. Is some of them right. where she's actually like physically like can touch you and get you sick, Typhoid Mary that style. Okay, it just it depends on who it is. Uh, I always kind of compared her to the DC equivalent of Eclipso like just kind of like crazy. Okay. you know what I mean? Take over a person's body and you're you're insane. But she, right. you know, depending on the version, she could have. Pyrokinetic powers, like it just—it varies depending on which Mary you're dealing with. Okay. But uh, it, it could be an interesting character. Like yeah. she's a very good a- actress, Alice Eve is. So mm-hmm. it, it'll be interesting to see what she does with the character. And, yeah. and I look forward to definitely seeing that. Yeah, that be fun. Coming out this this, I believe next month. It's a couple of weeks. It's oh, coming that's out. Yeah, super wow. man, they're yeah. cranking these out. Yeah, they, they're putting out the previews and like going like, "Oh yeah, it's coming. Here you go." And so <laughs> yeah, it, yeah I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for it. And uh, we also have in the TV information uh, the WBCW whatever it's going by now. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're Arrow, Arrowverse. Uh, they're doing a huge crossover in December introducing Batwoman.
2: I've heard about that. Yes. Right? And um, it's uh, Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose is going to be playing yeah, Batwoman. Who, right. She
0: was excellent in John Wick 2. Okay. I liked her in there. Um, but she's playing Batwoman, and they're actually going to be introducing Lois Lane into the Arrowverse as well All right. and bringing back the actor that played Superman uh, in the Arrowverse shows as well. They're actually going to have the Lois and Clark introduced into nice. the Arrowverse. That's, nice. that's so, fantastic. Yeah, so that's a, that's something big that's been going on. People are, are, are loving that because they haven't had Lois Lane on there at all right. for any of the Supergirl stuff or anything like right. that. So it, it should be good. And Lois Lane, I mean, she's a staple for Superman, so it absolutely makes, you know, absolutely makes sense yeah. to put her in there. So that'll be, that'll be something fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this or not, but there was also some new casting information that was put out for another DC property, okay. Doom Patrol. Because you are going to be doing a live-action Doom Patrol coming out and everything. So I have not heard that there is a new Doom Patrol movie. Uh, not a movie. Oh. It's coming out for the streaming service.
2: Oh, okay. Yes. Just nice. to illustrate the DC,
0: yeah. is it DC Universe? They're uh, calling I believe so, so, yeah. That's yeah. What they're, they're, they, okay. I think they stuck on that one finally was the DC right, Universe right. for it. And okay. uh, Brendan Fraser is going to be... George of the Jungle? Yes. <laughs> the <Encino laughs> Man? Yes, he's going to be okay. Robot Man. All right. So that character, uh, and for those of you who don't know, because I doubt hardly anybody does except for this DC nerd. I don't. Um, <laughs> I actually Rob- do know Robot Man. You do? Uh, I do. Excellent. Yeah. That, that makes me happy. Smile on oh, face right now. Uh, <laughs> he, the, the gist of the character was he was a race car driver that died in an accident, and his life was saved by this doctor, and he became Robot, robot Man. Mm-hmm. It's It's his what's left of him put inside of a robot frame and everything and, and it's a character that goes along with Beast Boy and Elastic Elastigirl so does, and like, right. so
1: does he have like a brother so is he related to Cyborg, General Grievous and Robocop yes <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: they play poker every Friday okay uh,
2: yeah, I guess Robot Man would be the first of those right um, he's from the 60s I want to say I believe so yeah right yeah and Cyborg yeah. was from 80, 80, 80s right? yeah. Yeah, 1980 and then Robocop was 84 was the first movie yeah.
1: and then General Grievous was 2005 Grievous, right
2: so uh, yeah, he's yeah.
0: yeah he's definitely one of the earlier cyborg type right. superheroes. Yeah. So and and the Doom Patrol is kind of one of those tragic heroes because the like each per- member of the story or the team has had something terrible happen to them. Right, and that's kind of what makes them. The, uh, that's why they're the Doom family Patrol. Kind of yeah. Right, right. I mean there's yeah uh, yeah it, it's definitely it's. I always whenever I read it, I always felt like it was more of a like should have been a Marvel title than a DC title because it's just (laughs) all the tragic heroes and everything. But they're very good stories, Uh, so it should be interesting to see what they do. That I'm happy to see Brendan Fraser making a little bit of a comeback. I know it's been a big thing online for the past few months. People like just putting him out there anytime they're talking about casting anything. Everybody's like get Brendan Fraser get Brendan <laughs> Fraser because uh, for whatever reason fans are trying to push him again yeah well it's, it's been hey, a while since those mommy movies right yeah yeah. yeah. And
2: and and legitimately Encino Man is one of my favorite movies yeah, so I which was his first I always first. Fraser so and I think I'm,
1: the last thing he was in was Looney Tunes back in action oh god uh, he did a couple things
0: since then but they weren't big things Like okay. he, uh, the last yeah. big thing was, he did uh, I, I don't know the whole story so I don't want to repeat it but there was a couple articles that were put out not too long ago about like what was going on with him and his career and everything and what happened like this last decade while he's been missing mm. and mm-hmm. uh, it's, just, it's an interesting it's an interesting read I don't, I okay. don't want to say something out of turn and not get it right <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, sure but yeah if, if you just look it up there, there you should build it you know the old google machine be able to get that information about uh, what was going on with him but it should be interesting to see him on, on Robot Man I think he the perfect perfect for sure. choice for it, yeah. so oh, yeah. just, it'll be great. And, uh, so ch- I'm going to interject here, yeah. going from one
2: character who's had their body swapped into another, uh-huh. uh, this week in an issue of The Hunt for Wolverine Mystery in Madripoor, um, oh, which yes. is part of the, uh, the build-up to the big return of Wolverine coming up here, um, Psylocke of the X-Men uh, is no longer in a Japanese ninja. She is back in her original British body. Um, so, Stephanie, give me the, the old glass eye. Um, <laughs> I'm just learning here is what sure, I'm doing. Right, right, right. Right. Um, so, Psylocke is uh, Betsy Braddock. She was created in the Captain Britain comics in the Marvel, in the UK. She's actually a, a British import, like literally even in the comics. Um, She's brought over to the X-Men by Chris Claremont, and when Claremont and Jim Lee were working on the X-Men in the early 1990s, uh, there was a storyline where the Mandarin, the Iron Man villain, captured her and with uh, Mojo and Spiral, who were interdimensional crazy people, um, took basically Psylocke's brain and stuck it in the body of the Mandarin's assassin, Quenin. Um, and suddenly she was this crazy Japanese lady Mandarin. Yeah,
0: she, right? went, from, she went from being a just kind of regular character to being one of the biggest femme fatales in Marvel. Yeah, yeah,
2: she was kind of a prissy princess, right? Yeah. Like, prissy princess, white British lady, and yeah, suddenly... Really d- drawn with, like, big poofy dresses. Right, and, right, you know, very, and suddenly very conservative. became, like, this super badass, yeah. like, ninja assassin. Um, and it's always kind of been a little strange, right? Because hey, here's Asian representation, which is great. Except she's basically in yellow face, right?
1: Oh, I see your point. So it's the so, it's, so if this were like to be like acted out or something, they would get like an Asian actor to play her. But it's right. still the fact that originally but the, she was the British. The character is British. Well, oh, that's odd. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, well, I mean, and some nothing to say that you couldn't. Be of Asian descent and British at the same time. I mean, absolutely. that's true.
2: Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. And uh, listen, I'm not. I'm not knocking anybody in real life. It's just. It's a strange thing that like, hey, we're gonna introduce an Asian character, but she's actually yeah. this pre-existing British character that we just gave a makeover because Jim Lee draws her cool, basically. Um, <laughs> which is legitimately what happened, right? Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: like, to be fair, Jim Lee was <laughs> like, hey. I drew this, and it's cool-looking. Okay, who do you want that to be? Right. Like, take kind, your pick, Jim? That's, and that's,
2: that's <laughs> kind of what happened, is is Claremont was writing this story, and Jim Lee drew her Asian, and then he's like, oh, well, that looks cool. And fans kind of took to it, so they were like, all right, cool, well, let's just kind of keep her Asian a little bit longer. Uh, the plan was always to turn her back, and then both Claremont and Jim Lee left the X-Men the following year. So everyone just kind of inherited Japanese Psylocke. Yeah. Um, and they there were stories with, like, the... Quenin's brain in Psylocke's original body showing up and then she died of the, the like a mutant legacy virus and oh, okay. there's all this crazy insanity going around this character who's just kind of had this super confusing backstory, right? Like, how is she Captain Britain's sister and is a Japanese assassin? I don't understand. And so finally, uh, 20-something years later, they're like, um, she's is she back British. in her
0: original body again? Um, or is she
2: in somebody else's so body? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit that I haven't actually read the issue yet. Oh, I just okay. kind of flipped through it. Um, Shame on you,
0: man. Yeah, I know. I well, don't there's... have all the information <laughs> and all the answers right now? I, do you know how many
2: comic
1: books I there are? I demand answers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, but she, she is back to being the original British Br- Betsy Braddock after, okay. this is 1990 when that happened, so
0: yeah. it's not Now, are they, they pulling uh, back any of her assassin badassness?
2: Uh, so apparently, to be determined. Okay. Right. Uh, I mean, any any martial arts training and stuff she had done, I would imagine she would remember. Yeah. Right. But um, I know muscle memory is a big part of that. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see, what they, see what they and do with it and how yeah. how far they go. Um, but it is interesting that that happened as I'm rereading the Executioner song from 1992 or three. Oh man. Uh, yeah. And she's very much like. The guys that inherited Jim Lee's version yeah. of her, right? And so I'm reading, I'm rereading this old story, and then this other thing happens in a new story, and it's like, oh boy,
0: <laughs> yeah. That was just so, wow. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how they handle, it, especially her relationships with our characters like Warren Worthington, and right. Things like that. It'll be right. really interesting to see how they handle all of that, right? And all that yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hmm. And for those who don't know, Warren Worthington is Angel from the X Men. Yes. One of the original four. Episodes.
1: Oh. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm that so. makes sense yep mm.
0: and then so. also Wolverine or we're speaking of him he's yeah. got new powers and a new costume
2: yeah so Wolverine's Wolverine's coming Wolverine died in 2014 by being cased in a giant adamantium
0: tomb basically the, the, uh, just like they did with uh, Chucky yeah with metal
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the yeah. One you saw in Logan is not accurate <laughs> no, well <laughs> so this is I mean yeah. it is it because is. It the, is mov- accurate. the
2: movies and the comics are always different it's stories true. right? Yeah. They're, they're different <laughs> universes um but he was not impaled with a stick. <laughs> he was not impaled no, with no. a stick. Spoiler. He didn't die from... It's, blah, like, blah, two blah, and a half, it's like a
1: year and a half later. It, I mean, it, it, if you haven't seen fine. it, you yeah. haven't seen it. It's your that's fault. True.
0: Or you're under 18. Yeah, um, Come on. Yeah. It, it was true. referenced in the first couple minutes of Deadpool 2. So All right. That's fair. We're, we're kind of that's, past spoiler territory when well, it's been spoiled in other movies by now. I guess
2: when the trailer for Deadpool 2 says, from the people that killed Wolverine. That. Yeah.
1: That. All yeah. right. All right.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Wolverine's coming back, and they gave him a new outfit. And I uh, – so I know there's been a lot of fan backlash on the Internet about it.
0: Well, it kind of reminds me of a throwback a little bit. because I remember back – I don't remember who drew him, but he had – there was one point where he had kind of like a, a black suit. It was during some crossover. But also, back in like the mid-early 90s, I remember mm-hmm. like very distinctly like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with Wolverine and other stuff where he'd be wearing just like – black suits right and so it kind of almost feels like a throwback to more of that savage style wolverine that they had in that era yeah
2: yeah, um, I mean it's fine, right? And the, the nice thing about comics is nothing is permanent. Yeah. So whether you like the costume or not, it's going to change in the next eighteen months, anyways. Yeah. So it's, you know, right, it's cause fine. no matter
0: what costume Wolverine has, he always goes back to jeans and a tank top and a cowboy hat. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's Wolverine's costume. Right. Not the <laughs> yellow and brown or the right. blue, and yellow, right. or the or the blue and yellow or the black and yellow or the you know, right. Just, right. He's
2: going to be wearing jeans and a tank top and a cowboy hat, yep. and he's going to cut the top off of his beer so he can drink it faster.
0: Yep, that, yeah. that's that's his yeah. go-to costume. Yeah. So it's be patient if you don't it's like fine. it. And if you do yeah. like it, hey, look forward to seeing this new costume so, and everything. So his you powers, though. He mentioned I'm he's interested. got new
2: powers, yeah. And so, I mean, not a lot has been revealed about that, obviously, because he hasn't actually returned yet, yeah. even though he returned last September, and it's August.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, so apparently now his adamantium claws can get red hot, for some reason, yeah, the like, they start start glowing orange and they're super hot and I, you know, hey. I'll burn
1: you
0: with metal. Me wonder, like, <laughs> well, it's would strange. His bones have melted or something. If he didn't I, have the adamantium, like, what is going on? It's so
2: here? strange because Wolverine, you know, his his whole thing is he's got the healing factor, so his he, you know, okay, and then he's got the the adamantium lace skeleton and the the foot long claws coming out of his knuckles. Uh, And adamantium, according to the Marvel Universe, is the strongest substance, and nothing can cut it except for sharper adamantium, and he already has razor knives coming out of his knuckles that are adamantium, so they can't break, and they can cut through anything, except maybe diamond? I don't know. Um... And so now they're stronger. Like, if there's someone to give new power, like, if, if anybody <laughs> have, they, have they
0: retconned anything since? Like, the is vibranium now the strongest, or oh, is it I don't still know. adamantium? Have we, okay, <laughs> we maybe that's know. why. Maybe they've they've pulled back a little bit on the adamantium strength and given some vibranium a little bit more or something. Who knows? It's, it's possible. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I haven't read their reboot this month, so I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, it's sad because it's kind of true. <laughs> 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 Uh, but uh, we also got some other information about Ironheart. Speaking of Marvel,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, the poet and playwright Eve Ewing has been has been uh, greenlit to write the Riri Williams Ironheart series coming up here yeah. in
0: November. I want to say, cool. Yeah, it's a little nice. interesting to do with that character because she she's definitely got potential. Yeah. Uh, just depending on who's writing her and what's going on. Like the the favorite I've seen of that character for me was when uh, she was trying to arrogantly take out Doctor Doom. Right. It was it was it was a fun little little thing to read because it's. You know, Doctor Doom. <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
2: so, oh, teenage girl, Doctor Doom.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see how she how uh, she does that character. I look forward to seeing it and yeah, seeing, and you know, her take on it.
2: It's uh, I did after you mentioned this the other day. I did a little bit of research on it. It's interesting that e viewing looks a lot like Riri Williams. Yeah. Uh, is probably a few years older in than the character supposed to be, but both characters are from Chicago. or both both the character and the writer rather are from Chicago? So it kind of seems like yeah. You picked the right person. Yeah, it yeah. feels like
0: they're trying to pull pick somebody that could, like hey, gives this character some more personality a little bit yeah. more. She's, it's just kind of just been one note with the uh, hi, I'm here to take Tony Stark's place and I'm super smart. Right. It's kind of just right. been her whole character yeah, yeah, lately. Yeah. And, and so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that because she's got a lot of potential. It'll be an interesting character to, mm-hmm. uh, to see what they do with. So I'm looking forward the, to re- re- reading that one. It does yeah, come out. Yeah,
2: that, that looks like it'll be worth checking out. Uh, and I actually really like her new costume redesign that they have the oh, I have never seen that yet. Yeah, it's, it's uh, instead of the just kind of red and gold like Iron Man, it's mm-hmm. a, um, black and pink
0: and gold. Color oh, combination, okay. so yeah, oh, just, okay. just get a little light up heart. I don't know what it is about um, black and pink, but I always love that color combination. It's because you're a secret Bret Hart fan, maybe. Yeah, well, I see, mean, I always think it, I like it when toy- there's more black and pink. Like, Yeah, <laughs> I remember the Toyota commercial where, like, like, maybe it was Ford. I don't remember a big black truck goes through a giant pink cake and going,
1: "That's a good color combination." <laughs> I, <like that." laughs> I mean, that's why I said, like, I, I like I like the black and pink combo. Yeah. But I like it when there's more black than pink. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Well, interesting. That'll be that'll be fun to to pick up yeah. and, and check yeah. out. And uh, speaking again of comic books, um, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? And you know, I like to hear this from you as well. Okay. You know, being a non comic book fan. Sure. Um, Walmart and DC have teamed up a little bit, and they started doing these five dollar hundred page giant issues that are Walmart exclusives.
1: Really. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
0: it's it's to me it's kind of maybe they're trying to get newsstands back again, yeah. kind of thing at grocery stores because uh, one of the things that's unfortunate. Going on in the comic book industry is a lot of of uh, the, sh- the slang is LCS, your local comic shop, mm-hmm. are unfortunately closing down. Um, yeah, just it's it's a tough business. Uh, if you don't got enough people coming and picking up what you've got in stock, it can you know you obviously know better than anybody. right.
2: Yeah, I I used to own a comic book store, uh, or my family did. I, I co-owned it, but I basically ran most of it. Okay. Um, uh, my mom, who was an accountant, ran our numbers, but I did all pretty much all the rest of uh, ordering and and displays and stuff. Um, yeah, and it we were only open for three years. Now, we opened in late 2008 as the economy was collapsing, so That's we rough. definitely had the world, literally had the world against us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were able to, you know, most small businesses fail in the first six months, and we were open just under three years. So we did something right, but yeah, yeah it was very much like, you know, Phoenix... <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix has a lot of comic stores already, so yeah. that was a, a big strike again. Which, which is odd, because
0: <laughs> Phoenix is kind of an anomaly with all the local comic book shops we have. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, really strange. Everywhere else I've lived, like, you know, out in Texas and California and stuff, like, there's a few comic shops, right. Not as many as there are here. Like, right. There's a lot of comic all shops. All the are nerds Arizona. are here. It's, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. and that's why we could have seven conventions at one that.
2: point. Um, no, when I lived in Massachusetts, like, nice. every, every city had, like, one or two comic stores. Yeah. And it was every city, right? But, it, you know, everything in Massachusetts is all uh, old horse and buggy paths, so
0: everything is 45 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> um, Meanwhile, Phoenix, everything's 20 to 30 minutes away in right. any direction, and... There's 20, 30 comic book shops in the right. Any yeah, directions. yeah, <laughs> no. There's there's
2: legitimately between twelve and eighteen comic book stores at any given time in Phoenix. Yeah. Which is ups- and they're all less than a half hour away from yeah. each other.
0: Not to mention the you know all the used bookstores we have and everything right. else. Right. Yeah. It's like a very large reading population here in Phoenix. Yeah, we, yeah. That's a good thing. That's a good yeah, thing. Oh, we no, need, I'm all bring
2: the reading
1: it. back. Yeah. yeah <laughs>
0: for sure. For sure.
2: Uh, but no. So I, I. So I will speak as a comic, former comic retailer, and current mm-hmm. comic reader. Um, I'm really excited for this, the, the Walmart 100-Page Giants. Yeah. Um, it's cool because they're reprinting a bunch of old material in them, mm-hmm. but they're also including new stories yeah. by new current creative teams. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're, you, hey, you know, I pick up the Teen Titans one. You get, like, an old original 60s Teen Titans story. You get, like, an 80s Teen Titans story. You get one that's a little bit newer, and then you get, like, a new Teen Titans story in there as well. So you kind of mm-hmm. get a little bit of every era.
0: Yeah, because uh, one they put out uh, previously was for the Teen Titans was, like, one of the Jeff Johns stories. That's, right. Ooh, his his era Teen Titans is still my personal favor just because yeah, the characters yeah, that were in it at the time was mm-hmm. Connor Kent and Cassie Sandmark and right. you know everybody else and for me it's it's fun seeing that stuff out there because it's characters that there aren't, aren't currently being used mm-hmm. that they're still putting out and booting stuff out so Hopefully, just to introduce more readers to that kind of stuff, and and for I, sure. I just like mm-hmm. just actually being able to see comic books again at a store, right? You know, yeah. just it's, I, I you know, I was part of my childhood is going in, and you know, specifically to a Walmart because I lived in a small town and we didn't have a comic book shop of any kind. Yeah, going to that wire rack that was hanging off the side <laughs> next to the book, you know, the the newsstands for all the magazines, and going through there, like, oh, what I got You know, just right. What can I find? What can I find? You know, that was that was fun for me as a kid. I I loved that standing there and flipping through a comic book and getting to see new characters and everything at the newsstand. I think that's something you know kids missed.
2: I mean I loved going to the magazine section when my parents would take me grocery shopping and uh, you know I'd go check out whatever was the Spider-Man or the X-Men or whatever I was up to, right? And just you know, hey, you know, whether I I end up sitting there reading the entire issue at the newsstand or, you know, hey, can we get this $1.25 comic? Because it was the early nineties. Yeah. Like that was a fun thing to do. And uh, with the closing of so many bookstores and, you know, yeah. print just kind of not being what it used to be anymore, it, it's been a bummer. Uh, I know Barnes & Noble has a great graphic novel section, but I know, also know that Barnes & Noble uh, kind of has it as an unwritten corporate mandate that, like, they don't have anything with a price tag under nine ninety nine. Oh, so wow. they'll carry graphic novels all day, but they're not, not carrying the single yeah, issues. Yeah, you're
0: loose. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. So, Stephanie, how do you feel yeah, about
0: the 100
1: page? Uh... That sounds awesome. So here, so here's my thing behind that. So I've I've read some comics in my life, not in their order that they should be in. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I've read a few comics here and there. Uh, I definitely have dabbled more in the graphic novels and definitely manga. Okay. Um. And I definitely know the feeling of you know going to a store and there being something there to read. Like I, I did that through junior high. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't with comic books; it was with the teen magazines. <laughs> hey, <that's laughs> and it, fair. it was still a newsstand. It yeah. was still a newsstand. Yes, yep. but I would be looking at like, okay, what poster of Zach Efron do I not have on my wall? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's like that's what I did. But no, but I I have been in like the mindset these past like you know few dozen years that like I really do want to start getting into comic books with and everything being online. Now Mm -hmm. I have it at my fingertips. So I can literally just go online and say, Hey, I want to start reading, you know, the Batman comics, the Superman comics, the whatever comics Mm -hmm. It's just, I know for a fact is that the, the stories are all over the place. So it's like, I don't know usually where to start. So I usually don't jump into it. So hearing something like this, Mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, this is like, you know, a hundred page, you know, thing, big book of just comics Mm -hmm. and it's just the whole story that you need. That's enough for me to go, okay, I'll buy that, I'll sit down, I'll read this entire story arc or whatever is going on in this, mm-hmm. and then I can walk away going, all right, do I want to continue reading this series? Right. Or did I just waste, you know, however many bucks at Walmart trying to well, get this? That's the other thing
0: that's nice, that they're only five bucks.
1: That is true, that's only so five it's, bucks. It's, and
0: it, again, it's like, oh, five bucks for a comic but it's a hundred page right. comic that. book. Right. Right. Whereas you can, right now, you can go into your local comic shop and sometimes you'll find a 20 page comic for $5 yeah. because it's got a special cover on it. Yeah. It's just it, it's, so it's, it's, a, it's a good price point. And yeah. actually seeing that they're putting new stories in there as well mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. some of their older ones, like that, to me that's a selling point because like, I have a reason to go this Sunday to Walmart to go pick up the new Teen Titans one because I'm going right. to be a new Juergens Teen Titans story with Tim Drake fighting some of the other Teen teen Titans. Why? Why is he fighting them right now? I don't know. I need to know. Yeah. I need to know. So, So, you know, I'm
1: I'm definitely excited. I might might go take a look the next time at Walmart. I don't know when that will be, but I'll uh, take a look. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's in, uh, not Christmas.
0: Last coming. time I went, it was nice because they they had them you know up very prominently over there in the magazine section, and they had you know their own special box that had the DC logos and everything mm-hmm. on it, and you could you could see it was very prominent up there that they were showing them. So and they were sold out. There wasn't a single issue there when I went to go look for them.
2: Yeah, so that was something else that was. I mean, that's both exciting and sad, <laughs> right? And
0: sad, Because like, right. it's like, oh man, I really wanted that, but it's and I'm going like, but you know what though, there's a bunch of people that came and bought those. That's right. fantastic, right? And yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully it wasn't just people. one person. Hopefully it was a bunch well, of people, but <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm
2: hoping it's a bunch of people that like a bunch of teenagers yeah. that haven't really read comics. Well, and I haven't or, seen
0: like any resale market for these at all yet. Ooh, I haven't seen sure. like okay. yeah. eBay market for them or anything. Right. I haven't seen that. Right. So it, it, that's
1: it, a that's a good thing. Though, yeah, I, guess.
0: I, I yeah. think it kind of seems like they're putting enough of them out there that yeah. it shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. So cool. and a lot of it's reprinted stuff too, so you can go get the you know the, right. the stuff that you wanted. The what you know what you're specifically looking for, you might. Have to wait for a reissue or something, but
2: and I'm sure at some point, right? Like they'll finish up the the Titan story, or I know uh, there's a Bendis Batman story yeah. in some of them, and etc. Uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. I think that a Tom King Superman in in the I Superman think so. run,
0: yeah. right? The, 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 and what, that's what's nice is that they're doing just like little mini stories in there as well. Right, like that people that are like you know aren't writing Batman right now because you're writing right. Batman story, or aren't right. writing Superman or writing Superman stories, right?
2: And so I'm sure that at some point those will all be collected in graphic novels that you can get at comic yeah. stores, so that you know, hey, if you you just want to get the the new material, you don't worry about the reprints. But <laughs> okay, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer, but I'm sure at some point yeah. they'll collect all of those. Yeah, especially if,
0: if people mm-hmm. are buying them out every time. I'm sure sh- Yeah. DC's, they're, they're not in the business of not making money. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, you're not wrong. <laughs> so they, I'm, I'm sure they will go, hey, uh, we need to put these out again. Right. Or we do these special collector's editions and charge an extra five bucks and you get the whole story. Right. Right. Yeah, just, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, but but I, I am excited to see that there's something going towards newsstands news again. Yes. yes. And Walmart's
2: kind of the best store. Like, they're
0: sort of in the best position to do it. Yeah, because I mean, there's... A Walmart everywhere, right? Yeah, you know, and it, it's not something you have to really, like, oh, we're teaming up with Barnes and Noble. Well, there isn't a Barnes and Noble in every small town in America, right? There basically is a Walmart in every <laughs> small town in America. <laughs> it's true. It actually uh, is yeah. so yeah. you can actually get your readership out everywhere. I'm gonna look this up. How many how many Walmart stores are there? Oh, your your eyes are gonna roll back and your head <laughs> and you see that. Number uh, I that's I that's true. probably it's be true. a really
1: large number.
2: Um, yeah. I'm gonna look up just how many how many WalMarts in the U S. Uh,
1: that's probably smarter, and then the numbers will really be small.
2: So as of December thirty first, twenty fourteen, which is where Google pops up, uh, there were four thousand one hundred seventy seven stores. Yeah, and okay. I definitely
1: know for a fact uh, that there have been dozens more built oh, since, yeah. since <laughs> sure. then. Sure, so I,
0: I can think off the top of my head of several that have opened since then. So I'm sure. sure, yeah, so no, let's, same. Let, let's
2: say forty two hundred, and if they all order twenty copies of each comic, that's eighty four thousand issues of each one in print. Damn. It's 20 copies in a store. That's not a lot, right? And
0: that's a very conservative number to order for comics. If they're selling out at every Walmart, like the ones that I've been looking at, that's an 80,000... sales on a comic which is right, huge which right is now. Which is huge
2: because yeah. the best selling comics maybe hit 100,000 every yeah.
0: month. And that's like I mean, we're talking Batman right and you we're know we're talking Batman the and the Star Wars yeah, comics yeah. And, and
2: maybe Spider-Man. That's yeah. about yeah. it.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's so. the ones that are hitting those triple digits are Few, and far, few and far between nowadays. Yep. It's, yep. it's not the early '90s anymore, where no. everything sold. You know, you're canceling issues if they don't sell sixty thousand. Right, <laughs> like, right. So. so, yeah, so
2: that's great though, right? Because uh, you know, and I just pulled a number out of my ass with twenty. Right, like, what if they order fifty copies per store? Right, suddenly or more. we're looking, Right, we're looking at you know almost two hundred copies, two hundred thousand copies of. Of each issue, and that's going to be the best-selling stuff in the world. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I'm going to kind of tangent off this because we know we're talking about you know graphic novels. We're talking about you know anime, uh, not anime, but comic books and everything. Yeah. It's taking me in the direction of anime. Sure. Um, I definitely know with like, like any fall thing that happens where we have oh the TV shows are coming back. You know, there's new animated stuff coming at coming back. Uh, for new seasons and everything on regular TV, uh, there's also you know all new anime seasons being announced. Of like course. I think there's a third season of Attack on Titan that just came out recently. Okay. Um, there's a third season of My Hero Academia that's coming out, mm-hmm. and the most recent one, which is the one I'm most excited about. I mean, I'm wearing a T-shirt for crying out loud from it. <laughs> uh, they finally announced the release, the date of uh, Fairy Tale. The final season of Fairy Tale is going to be coming out, and I'm. I'm a little sad because I I have read the rest of the manga. I am completely caught up. I know how it ends, but I read that a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) I have not been up to date since then. I didn't bother to go back and reread it knowing that, oh, hey, October 7th, which oddly is the same day as Star Wars Resistance that's coming out too so I'm gonna I'm you're not gonna see me October 7th at all I'm gonna be watching <laughs> both of those eight times that's fantastic so <laughs> so see, I haven't even excited. gotten to
0: see any of fairy tale and mm-hmm. now I can watch the entire thing yeah. when It's done so yeah. That, that yeah so I'll know. tell
1: you when the final episode comes out so you can go okay excellent yeah this, and I like doing that with
0: anime yeah. I'm like you know TV shows like, there's a lot of them all watches are going on but anime I definitely like having the whole thing there so you can sit there and actually absorbed the whole story for I, sure
1: I, I totally agree as well fairy tale was just one of the few where i was like okay i want to watch fairy tale i watched all the way up until where they had it and then literally the following day after i finished the series oh by the way the next season's coming out today it's like what yeah. Yeah. so i was just like all right cool and i just been kind of watching along with it ever since until they had like the two and a half year break that they had <laughs> yeah it's been a while
0: <laughs> it's always tough when your shows have long breaks like venture brothers Thank <laughs> God I'm getting new episodes finally after years, but <laughs> mm-hmm. so, <laughs> yeah. it's always rough. It is always rough. All right, well, we're almost out of time, so let's get these couple last news hits going yeah. on. And I know you had some Power Rangers information on Yeah, so
2: there's. Uh, let's go back to comics. Um, <laughs> there's uh, coming up in, I want to say, December or January, um, Go Go Power Rangers, which is the second ongoing monthly comic book series, um, they released a cover where all of the Power Rangers had their colors swapped. So the cover has all of the Rangers, all five of the original uh, Mighty Morphin Rangers, and they've all got their helmets off. And you can see that, I believe it was Trini was the Red Ranger, Jason was the uh, Yellow Ranger, Zach was the Pink Ranger, Kimberly was the Blue Ranger, and Billy was the Black Ranger, I wanna say. Um, And all they've released is just the cover, right? So we don't know what's going on, we don't know why they've changed colors, but they have said that there will be an in-story reason for them to all have swapped. Hmm. but I think it's kind of cool I think yeah. it's kind of neat that like hey like there's never been a female Red Ranger in Power Rangers yeah. ever Woo! which is yeah so now <laughs> hey the comics are giving us one um, even if it is a character that had already existed becoming just a different color of her costume That's still um, that's okay female
1: but, cosplayers everywhere are now cheering <laughs> right right yeah
2: because now they don't have to be a yellow or pink Ranger well, I, 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 I before, admit but... I
1: found that annoying just kind of growing up and saying like why are they yellow and pink why can't they be blue or red like these guys and Yeah. Like, why did they have that color yeah
2: <laughs> I mean eventually I think Ninja Storm did have a blue female ranger, but, but it's like a light blue. It was like a baby right, blue. Right, right, yeah. So, so giving uh, giving us a little bit of a mix up is, yeah. is
0: kind of neat. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to do that story. Uh, hopefully, well.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is yeah. Boom Studios, and and I mean the the first Mighty Morphin Power Ranger series sold well enough that they could launch a second one. Yeah. So, and it's great because they're not in the same timeline because um, the regular one takes place after Tommy's joined the team and the Go Go Power Ranger series takes place before he's joined the team. Interesting. Uh, so it is very much like if you like your original Five Rangers, Monster of the Day stuff, you get this one. If you want your uh, like kind of more serialized, a little bit more dramatic, you know, the dark, gritty Power Rangers everybody's yeah. always wanted, like, hey, go read that series. Yeah. So. All right. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting. All right. So... Uh, I mean, the only other things I've got really is... Uh, so th- a couple weeks ago they announced uh, that there were going to be male cheerleaders in the NFL. Hooray! Uh, yay! I know, right? I'm so proud of the uh, the, the three guys. Uh, there's three of them. Two of them are on the LA Rams. Okay. And one is a part of the New Orleans Saints. So, I mean, it's a start, but right. uh, hey, I'm, I'm fully supporting them. I think yeah. they're... I've seen some videos so far, and man... Those kicks and those guys, like, are those, those guys have got some sass about them that it just it just makes me enjoy watching it more. That's fantastic. Um, so for those for the three guys out there, I wish you guys the best of luck and continue to kick ass. So. Yeah, definitely.
0: It'll, it'll be interesting to see. The reaction for them and see what they yeah. do. I look forward to seeing a halftime show just to see what they do. For sure, yeah, so for sure. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, final news note of the day, then. If unless anybody's got anything else, presently. I mean, um, aside
1: from the Eagles beating Thriller on the gr- oh, best best-selling right. hits that's of all right. time, uh, no, nothing really. <laughs> so there's a
0: guy drinking a White Russian, going, "The dude does not abide." <laughs> yeah. That's Meanwhile, very my
1: fiance is going, "Woohoo, the Eagles!" <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
2: I, I forget uh, NASA last week. I want to say launched. a probe going that it's going to the sun nice NASA is going to somehow there has never been a a mission a man-made mission to a star at all Uh, and somehow no one thought hey let's just send something to the sun um we, well, did we have the technology for like, well, sort of heat resistance and things like that? Like, probably
0: not. Um, and I, I did a... a I, hear, I hear the sun is hot.
1: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean, we're been, the prime example. where It's oven. Right,
2: right. We live in Phoenix. I, we walk like, outside. It's like walking into an oven. The don't
0: produce that heat? I, no. I do. Oh no, it's God. the fiery death ball in the sky.
2: That's, that's misleading. <laughs> um,
0: it's like we do the Valley of the Sun or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: saying. yeah. Um, I, I did. I just kind of skimmed a couple of articles, but it looks like this thing can withstand, I believe, up to twenty-seven million degrees Fahrenheit. Oh wow! Which That's is pretty a lot. Hot. Yeah. Uh, but it's also, and I may have, I may have read that wrong. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, please don't be a science jerk at me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because social it's, media it's, was like, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not going to land on the sun. It looks like it will be staying In several orbit. hundred miles around. But it is a, an eleven-year mission. Um, and it will be kind of orbiting around Venus, like using Venus's gravity as a slingshot to get back to the Sun uh, okay. every year. Um, so it will be kind of an ongoing thing. Like, hey, this thing is checking out the Sun, and every year it will be getting a little bit closer to the Sun um, until either until, it burns, like, burns up or, up or something. <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully, they don't destroy it. But they, you know, NASA's like, hey, well, we know it's a big ball of fire in the sky. What else is it? Yeah. You know, let's let's see if we can get a little more yeah, information. Well, if we can learn more about the universe yeah. we're in, right? Well, it's yeah. It's learn
0: more about solar flares and things like that it could help us avoid disasters in the future for sure for sure yeah it'll be interesting to see what comes from that yeah Yeah. really interesting yeah all right well the final news of the day uh, we have some video game information Mm -hmm. Um, Xbox announced that they're going to be doing a unique subscription service now with their their stuff okay what they're going to do is they haven't released a price point yet so you know we'll see what the price is on it but they're going to be doing the consoles as a subscription to where you can get an Xbox One X or you know anything like that along with your Xbox Game Pass which is a library of hundreds of video games, okay. And your Xbox Gold, all for a one-package deal every month. So you can literally rent a system for it with a subscription without having to purchase a system, which is a good for some people that just don't have five hundred dollars to plunk down on a system immediately. Right? You know, if you you know, hey, I can afford two hundred bucks, but I can't afford five. Hey, put that two hundred bucks on your card and just you know, get I mean, that subscription every month, and you've got. Games Pass, which mm-hmm. is every game that Xbox puts out through their studios now comes out on Games Pass. Okay. Okay. So you're going to be getting any of their new exclusives, like the you know Sea of Thieves was one of the big ones that came out too long ago. Okay. Yeah. That was right away on Xbox Games mm-hmm. Pass. Uh, State of Decay 2, uh, Warhammer 2, Vermintide. Like, you know, a lot of the big games nice. that are coming out for okay. Xbox, they're putting straight on there, and they're doing a ton of backwards compatibility stuff with the Games Pass. Okay. Oh. And, you know, to where you're getting original Xbox games and Xbox 360 games and Ooh. Xbox One games. Okay. So... Which, for you, you might be interested in. If you do have an Xbox, you can go back and play the Republic Commando game. Yeah. is available. Jedi
1: Knight 2 is available to play. So Um, I grew up with a PS2. I still have this PS2. Okay, see? There you go. The only only thing I had for Xbox 360 was um, a Family Guy game and Dance Central. There
0: you go. (laughs) But some of the classic for the Xbox and Xbox 360 area, Star Wars games, a lot of that stuff are all backwards compatible now. And Uh it should be interesting to see how this works out with Xbox, because... That, I mean, they're doing it as a full service. It's not just yeah, so games this, as a service, it's gaming as a service.
2: So this sounds like uh, when you rent a cable box from
0: your cable company. Very similar, right? Yeah. Like you,
2: you pay your monthly fee and that gets you the box and the service
0: and you know yeah. whatever tiers you want to yeah. offer. And what would be yeah. nice about it, I see, is like, I mean, if... You've got an Xbox or something like that. Like it's nice to plunk down that five hundred bucks for it, and mm-hmm. if you have a warranty on it, great. But not everybody can afford a warranty all the time. Right. Something happens right. to your Xbox. You plunk five hundred dollars down on it, and then it just stops working because you know yeah. whatever factor, be it manufacturer or otherwise, right. like it, it doesn't work anymore. That's five hundred dollars out of my well, pocket. Whereas if I'm renting it for twenty bucks a month, oh, it stopped working. Hey, send me a new one. <laughs> you know, so it, it could definitely. Uh, be yeah. in, in people's favor for this subscription yeah. service. I
1: definitely do have an interesting question on that. Mm-hmm. What if you already own an Xbox? Are you still able to do this? Just You won't be able to actually get the console well, sent already to ha- you? If
0: you already, have the, you already own one, yeah. it, You know, I suppose you could always sign up for the service and get a second one if you wanted to. I mean, yeah, you know, but I, I still uh, don't know if uh, it the, yeah, was you, the same benefits. Get, so. um, I, I, you can already get the Games Pass for a certain amount every month. Okay. And You know, you could do the same thing if you want to do a month-to-month on your um, gold. It saves you money if you don't, but okay. I think they're trying to do this package service to sell save people money as well, it's not gonna be like hey here's $50 a month to do everything it'll be you know it'll be one of those okay you get mm-hmm. your gold you get your games pass and the system it's going to mm-hmm. be more than if you just did the other two things but it's not going to be bank breaking so yeah. it'll be interesting you to see how they do it but uh, as we get more information on that definitely put that out there and let you guys know and mm-hmm. any other video gaming comic book movie information or news that you guys like or want to hear more about that we did not hit hear this week or hit this week uh, I can't talk no now one's <laughs> talking it's that time to that. go home uh, <laughs> it's past time to go if home there's, yeah, yes. if there's any information that you guys want us to, uh, to talk about definitely hit us up on on social media. We've got those uh, up and running right now, so you can yes. definitely hit us.
1: Yes, you can hit us up on Facebook at Atomic Monsoon as well as Twitter at Atomic Monsoon. Uh, we also have a Gmail which yeah, is...
2: Just AtomicMonsoon at gmail.com.
1: Fair enough. And we also have AtomicMonsoon.com which you can go and check that out. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, always catch a new episode or any like, recent episodes on Voice America Variety. So mm-hmm. there's that. <laughs>
0: yeah, we look forward to hearing from you guys and seeing what you want to talk about, see what you guys want us to cover. And uh, we look forward to interacting with you in the future. So until 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 then, until next time, I'm Josh. I'm Andy. And I'm Stephanie. And we will talk to you guys next time.
1: Bye.